The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. More and more and more like Christ. And that requires an involvement from you. You've got to die to certain things and then you've, come, you've got to come alive to other things. So I, I really wanted to go on with that, but I really felt very impressed to talk a bit more about wisdom again this evening. And um, let's look at that text that I shared with us last week. James, once again, um, James chapter, glory, glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. James chapter 3. Glory, glory be to God. Verse 17. Let's, let's start from there again. James 3 and 17. But the wisdom that is from above is first of all, and what it does here is that it gives us the qualities of the God kind of wisdom. In fact, I love um, something powerful that James shared here. Maybe I should touch on that very briefly. Let's go back to verse 13. Let's read from verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in meekness and wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. Now watch this very carefully. This wisdom does not descend from above. It's trying to bring us into something here. You know, um, Colossians 3 said, seek the things that are above. And one of the things that the scripture is telling us here that is from above, from heaven that God wants you to have is God's wisdom. But it now points this something out to us here, and I believe um, many of us can relate to it. It now tells us that there's actually another kind of wisdom. The wisdom that does not descend from above. There's a wisdom that does its wisdom, but it doesn't descend from above. Its wisdom means it has the power to get you results. Results that will distinguish you from other people. He said this wisdom is earthly, it is sensual, and one major quality that we must always know about earthly wisdom is that it is demonic. It will not look demonic, but it is demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing is there. And then it gets to this point, which is what we are looking at. It said the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure. It is peaceable. It is gentle. It is willing to yield. It is full of mercy and good fruits without partiality and without hypocrisy. Glory be to God. So we've seen people that, um, quote and unquote, are getting good results attractive results, things that you want. Maybe you, you meet somebody that is doing very well financially. His business is doing very well. Career-wise, he's doing very well. And you know, naturally, when you see people like that, you're attracted to them, you're drawn to them. Ah, how is this person getting these results? 
and then you come to realize that the wisdom he's using is not divine wisdom. He's lying to get the results he's getting. He's cheating to get the results he's, he's getting. He's doing all kinds of schemes. And that's what he's trying to distinguish um, for us here. And this is a temptation we all have to deal with. We will always meet people that seem to be getting ahead of us or doing better than us, but how are they getting the results they are getting? How are they cutting corners? Are they doing, um, you know, in this part of the world, we talk about people doing blood money, ritual killing and sacrifice and things like that. And what this scripture lets us know is all of this earthly wisdom, as long as it's not coming from heaven, coming from God, it is ultimately demonic in its root. It may not appear like that, but as it's, at its root, it's demonic. It may get you temporary results. But that's not the kind of results you want to get. Glory be to God. Somebody say, I'm interested in divine, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in heavenly wisdom. That will get me the right kind of results. So it's, it's important, and I believe this is where God wants, wants, us to, wants me to go tonight. It's important that you, like Solomon said, get this wisdom. Proverbs chapter 4 once again, get divine wisdom. Get it. It's not something you can um, play around with. It's not something you can be unsure of or you, you are not really interested in. Proverbs 4 verse 5, get wisdom. Can I, can I hear somebody shout to their neighbor, get wisdom? Get understanding. Do, do not forget it, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. And that tells us something right there. It really comes from God's word. Verse 7, very popular verse, wisdom is the principal thing. And I want to stress that to us again tonight, concerning next levels, concerning promotion, concerning us walking in things that we've not walked in before that we want to walk in, wisdom is the principal thing. So get that wisdom and in all you're getting, get understanding. Glory be to God. But this wisdom that you must get... Be sure that it's not earthly, sensual, or demonic wisdom. Be sure. Because in this world and on this earth, you are going to be faced with those two challenges. The devil knows you need wisdom. So he will present us with an alternative. And the challenge that we now have to really address is the wisdom that we must hold on to, and the wisdom that we must lay hold on is the wisdom from heaven. So when he tells us, seek the things above, I believe what the scripture is telling us is one of the primary things when you get up in the morning, seek the wisdom of God for your day, for your season, for things you are dealing with, for the major aspects of your life. Seek it and get it. Glory be to God. Luke chapter 2, verse 40. This was told us about Jesus. And it's so very interesting that the scriptures went to this extent to let us know. This was when Jesus was still a child. And the child grew and became strong. Well, actually, this Luke 2, 40, I believe. Yeah, it was Jesus. Yeah, he grew and he became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, get filled with wisdom. Filled with wisdom. 
and the grace of God was upon him. Verse 52, Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. And you can be sure the wisdom was walking in was wisdom from above. From a child. From a child. God made sure, the Spirit of God made sure this was how Jesus grew. He grew in wisdom. Glory, glory be to God. Ephesians chapter 5. Let's look at another text here. I'm talking to us about the place of divine wisdom. The wisdom from above for our lives at this time. Let me tell somebody again, get wisdom, get wisdom, get wisdom. Hallelujah. And um, I'm going to point us to a major part of getting that. Ephesians 5.15. See then that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise. Hallelujah. Don't, you see, look at this. He's pushing a responsibility to us here. See to it. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeem, circumspectly there means, interesting, um, taking care. Not worried or overburdened, but um, this is important. This is important. Take responsibility for this. Don't walk anyhow. Be careful. As if you really look at that word, it actually means careful. If you look, look up the meaning, the, the Greek word used there. Be careful to see to it that in your dealings, you are walking in wisdom. And I'm stressing again, wisdom from above. Because there are things you can do, and there are things people have learned that are using, that are getting results, but they are earthly. And at the root of all those things, they are demonic. They may be getting you some form of temporary results, but it's just not going to get you where God wants you to arrive at. Hallelujah. See to it that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Verse 17, for emphasis, in case you didn't get what he said earlier on. Therefore, do not be unwise. Somebody say, I will not be unwise. Hallelujah. For this season, for this time of your life, when it comes to coming into next levels in whatever area of your life. Do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And then he tells us how to get this wisdom specifically here. He gives us a key here. Don't be drunk with wine, wearing his excess. And of course, his admonition to us here was to be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. And what should happen after that when you are filled with the Spirit? Verse 19, very, very important. Speaking. Speaking, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another. Walk in wisdom. That's the summary of what is, and it tells you how you can do that. Hallelujah. One more text along this line that I want to, I want to stress. Glory, glory be to God. Let me tap somebody and say, get wisdom, get wisdom. Get wisdom. Glory, glory be to God. Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 from verse 11. Wisdom is good. Hmm. Wisdom is good. 
with an inheritance and profitable to, to those that see the sun. I mean, this is a verse you should remember. Every day you get up and you see the sun. I know it's been very cloudy all over Lagos. Thank God we got some sunshine today. I was so happy when I came out today <laughs> and I felt sun on my skin. I said, ah, thank you, Father. <laughs> the last five days have been something else. But when you see the sun, please look at what he's telling you. Remember something. I, I, I love it when the scriptures speak like this. And I, I really want you to, to grasp what the Bible said. He could have told us power is good. And we are not saying power is not good. He could have told us riches are good. And I'm not saying riches are not good. He could even have told us love is good. But it's instructive that he's telling us that wisdom is good with an inheritance and it's profitable for everyone that sees the sun. In other words, when you get up every day and you see the sun and you're starting a new day, you must know that one of the most valuable things you need for your life is wisdom. And again, wisdom from above. Hallelujah. And then he says this, very, very interesting. Look at verse 12 very closely. For wisdom is a defense as money is a defense. And we know the role of money in our everyday lives. You know the role of money every day you get up and you see the sun. Am I talking to somebody here? You know the place of money. Remember when Jesus was teaching and he was talking about not serving two masters. And the master that he juxtaposed with God, he said you can't serve God and you can't serve mammon. And it's very interesting that he chose mammon as the other master he, could, he was trying to use compared with God because he knows the place of money in our everyday lives. Everything we do, where you live, the clothes you wear, the car you ride, the school you go to, or the school your children go to, everything, your health, your relationships, there is a money component to it on this earth. And that's why he's using this example to us. But he's now telling us that even more than money, glory be to God. Wisdom is good, it's a defense, as money is a defense, but the excellence of knowledge is that wisdom gives to those, and knowledge there is talking about the component of wisdom. It gives life to those who have it. Hallelujah. So what is it telling us here? Just like you will do everything you need to do, particularly if you're an adult, to see to it that at the end of the day, at the end of the week, there's money in your pocket so that you can live the kind of life you need to live. You should also see to it, and this is where we are going, to make sure there's wisdom in your heart. Let me tell somebody again, get wisdom, get wisdom, get wisdom. It is better than money is. Proverbs chapter 8 talks a lot about that. Go with me again to Proverbs chapter 8. Turn to Proverbs chapter 8. Proverbs chapter 8. I want you to whet your appetite a lot tonight. Please hear me and hear me very well. It wasn't really the direction I thought I would go. But I just felt impressed by God. Stress the place and the value of wisdom. And you know for us Christians... You already have this wisdom inside of you. Oh, hallelujah. The Holy Ghost is called the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I'm going to show you something. Let me just finish with this value, value of wisdom. Please watch this. So, Proverbs 8, let's read from verse 10. 
just to, to understand the place that when I wake up and I see the sun, one of the primary things I need is wisdom. Receive my instruction. And if you really know Proverbs 8, it is wisdom speaking. Receive my instruction and not silver. That's money. Knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. See, rubies, silver, choice gold, and all these things being mentioned here. He's talking about money. I know you need money. And I know in this world, you are taught the value of money from a very young age. And naturally speaking, it's important. But I'm telling you, wisdom is more valuable to you than money. For one reason, it will even direct money into your pocket. Can I hear a loud amen? I wisdom dwell with prudence. Verse 12. I find out knowledge and discretion. Counsel is mine. Verse 14. Sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Verse 15. By me kings reign and rulers decree justice. You, you see someone that is ruling maybe a king of a nation or the president of a nation or the CEO of a company or anybody heading a great organization and is doing well. He's not trying to give us negative examples there. You can be sure it's not money that person is using to run his affairs. There's a commodity he's using. And that commodity is wisdom. Somebody shout wisdom. Verse 16. By me princes rule, nobles and all the judges of the earth Riches and honor are with me. This is why we should even value wisdom more than we value money. And you can ask yourself and really examine your own life. Look at the effort you put in to get money. All the time you spend to go to work, to do your business. The effort you used to go to school, to get an education, to get a degree. Just so that you can have some skill and knowledge and to a large extent, no one is going to teach you divine wisdom in school. It's certainly wisdom we are going to learn. But the goal of all that is so that I can have something that adds value to other people so that money will come to my hand at the end of the day. And God is now telling you, my own wisdom that comes from above, it will bring to you riches and honor as well, enduring riches. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, enduring riches. So yes, earthly wisdom can make you money and get certain things, but will it be there 10 years from today? Will it be there 20 years from today? Will it be there 30 years from today? Will it be there generations after you have left? There's one wisdom that ensures it will endure. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Let me stop with this one. My fruit is better than gold. Yes, than fine gold. Again, comparing to money. And my revenue is better than choice silver. Hallelujah. Can I hear someone declare tonight, I value wisdom. I value wisdom. Say this with me, with all the conviction you can, I value wisdom more than money. Hallelujah. I want you to say that again, I value wisdom more than money. Because quite honestly, that's what the scripture is trying to teach us here. Value wisdom more than money. Value wisdom. And you can assess how you seek to make sure you have money. 
And the question now is, how do you seek or what do you do to make sure you have wisdom from above? Wisdom from above. Hallelujah. Job 29. Let me, I want us to look at this just before I go into something powerful tonight. Job, I believe it's Job 29. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I value wisdom more than money. Oh, glory, 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 glory be to God. Kanda boshataya la breke doso topaya. But sorry, Job 28. Job 28. Um, I said something on Sunday. Please look at, look at, this is very, very important. And every now and then we need to be reminding ourselves that as New Testament believers, please hear me before we, we look at this text. I want you to understand this. This is very, very important. As New Testament believers, we must from time to time be reminding ourselves that we have a better covenant based on better promises. That in our own dispensation, there are many privileges we had that the people under the old covenant or people that walked with God before Jesus came and established this new covenant, there are certain privileges that we have that they don't have. And when I talk to you about wisdom from above, heavenly wisdom, it's so important for you to realize that this wisdom is inside you. Somebody said this wisdom is inside me. So a, a man like Job, he understood the place of wisdom. Someone like him under the old covenant. And I love what he was sharing with us in Job 28. Job 28 from verse 1. Please watch this very carefully. Job 28 verse 1. Surely there is a mine for silver. And it's interesting when they keep teaching about wisdom and talking about wisdom. Um, they, keep, they keep going back. Look at all the scriptures I've shared with you. Still making that reference to money. Making that juxtaposition to money. Comparing to money. So there's a mine for silver. If you want silver, you know where to go. And there's a place where gold is refined. If you want gold, you know where to go. If you are looking for money, you know where to get it. Iron is taken from the earth. Copper is smelted from the ore. And he went on and went on and talked about that. Verse 12, quickly because of time. But where can wisdom be found? Where can heavenly wisdom, where, where can I find it? And where is the place of understanding? Verse 13, man does not know its value. And this ties to what I said at the beginning of this service. Please, it's so important that your mind, you have to renew your mind and retrain yourself. And that's why I shared all these scriptures I shared with you. you. You have to really bring yourself to a place where I want this wisdom. Like Solomon did. I want this wisdom. God told Solomon, wow. Interestingly, when Solomon prayed that prayer and told God, give me wisdom. When God appeared to him, what do you want? God, God, if you look at the response God gave him, and because of time, I don't want to turn to that. Ah, God said, you didn't ask for riches. That's what everybody will have asked for. Because the natural human condition is trained to value money and material things. More than divine wisdom. 
God told me, you didn't ask me to kill your enemies. In those days, that was how things were. You wanted things, you go and invade, you kill them, you take their property, you take their wife. That, that's how they are, and that's, what, that's how King David operated. He, he fought and killed all the enemies and took all their wealth. That's how he became the wealthiest man. So God was shocked when Solomon said, of all the things you want, God, give me wisdom. And God said, not only will I give you wisdom, I will give, and I will give you every other thing you did not ask for. Because that's how you get it. Oh, hallelujah. So Job was saying, everybody knows where they, they need to go, when they need gold, where they need silver, where they need oil, where they need anything. People know where to go, but they don't know where to go to get wisdom. And I dare to say, Today, we believers, do we know where to go to get wisdom? Where we even say wisdom from above. Are you going to go to heaven to get it? Um, Paul wrote, don't say in your heart, this thing is in the deep. Because Christ has died and gone to the deep for you. Don't say in your heart, who's going to go to heaven for us? No. Said it's, it's near you, it's in your mouth and it's in your heart. It was thinking about faith there, but that's the same way we get wisdom. And the reason why people don't know, one of the main things we have to really deal with is, do we know the value? This season that we are talking about next level. Please hear me. Next level. I want to stress to you tonight when we talk about seeking things above, having a heavenly agenda for your next level, you must seek wisdom. Glory, glory be to God. Seek wisdom. Man does not know its value. And that's why people don't seek it. And under the old covenant, they didn't even know where to go. Why? They didn't have access to God. Look at what he went on to say here. Where is the place... Um, Verse 13, man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. Verse 20, I just picked some verses here because of time. If you have time, you can really read Job, the old chapter. You'll you see what he was talking about. But it was really, look, he had come to a place, and, and I love it. This was Job, if you read Job 28 and Job 29, what Job was doing there, he was thinking about when he was in his prime. His greater days. This was before God brought restoration to him. And he was thinking about how he became so successful. How The Bible said he was the greatest in the East. How did it happen? And he was able to narrow it down to the fact that I was operating in the wisdom of God. I was operating in the wisdom of God. I was operating with the counsel of God. I was operating with the, with the knowledge of God. I was operat that, that's what I was operating in. And that's why I was causing this. People don't understand this value. Verse 20. Where does wisdom come from? Well, what we've studied so far has already told us that it comes from above. Hallelujah. It's not earthly wisdom. It's not sensual wisdom. It's not demonic wisdom. It's not something you can just find on the street by living anywhere. No, it comes from above. It comes from heaven. And that's what the Bible wants us to seek. Oh, hallelujah. Where is the place of understanding? Verse 23, God understands his way and he knows its place. Hallelujah. Now, this is the difference between you and I and Job. For us, 
and I want to tie this up here tonight. Please hear me and hear me very well. The wisdom is inside you. Praise God. I, I know you know that, if, particularly if you've been coming to church for a while, but I want to stress it to you again. This wisdom, you see, the difference between old covenant people and Job, that, ah, where are we going to go? I know where to go if I need gold. I know where to go if I need silver. Where am I going to go? Is God. Where is God? For us, God is inside us. Hallelujah. By his spirit. Glory be to God. So that wisdom that you need, praise God, it's inside of you. And the reason why God designed it that way is so that for you to get it, say this season I'm getting the wisdom I need. Louder, say this season I'm getting the wisdom from above. Because the wisdom from above dwells inside of me. It's inside of you. Hallelujah. And there are two major things. Two things. When you, when you talk about wisdom, these are the two most important things you must know about wisdom. Number one is that you need to get the wisdom. That's what I've been talking about up now. You need to get it. It's inside of you. You need to pull it out. And I'm telling you, you will know when you've gotten it. Hallelujah. You will know. You will know when the light comes on. You will know when you've tapped into something. You will know when you have laid hold on something. And something powerful, wisdom. You will know. Now, sometimes you may think you have it. And you are trying to walk in what you have and it's not working. When you ever find yourself in that situation, you've gone to pray. You've gotten counsel from, counsel from where you can get counsel. And you are trying to apply something. You are trying to work and it's, results are not getting, it tells you you need to go back. You need to go back. Tap somebody today again and say, get wisdom, get wisdom. And this is the second thing. And that's why I started the service today with it. Very, very important. To get the wisdom as a New Testament believer, as a new creation. This is the most important thing you need to know about divine wisdom now. Number one is I need to get it. Ah, Pastor, how do you know when I've gotten it? You will know when you've gotten it. That's the best I can tell you. You will really know. Second important thing you need to know to get it is this, about wisdom. One, I need to get it. Say, I need to get it. To get it, this is the second most important thing you must know about wisdom. And if you've never understood it, or you've never practiced it, or you've never used it the way you ought to use it, please, from tonight, never forget it. To get that wisdom, you need to speak it. Hallelujah. That's why I started the service. You need to speak it. You need to, why, why can I speak it? I'm talking about the New Testament believer now. You need to speak it because it's in your heart. You are carrying the wisdom around everywhere you go. When you sleep, you are sleeping with wisdom. When you wake up in the morning and the sun has come up and you have come to value wisdom like we studied a few minutes ago and you've come to this understanding that more than I need money, more than I need material possessions, I need wisdom. You now need to know that to get that wisdom, and to walk in it, the key is to speak it because you are carrying it inside of you already. Praise God forevermore. You need to speak it. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 2 again, and I will, I will close. 
I will close. I want to read what we read. I just quoted it to us, but look at it again with your eyes. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature. We speak. And that is how we get it in the New Testament. We get it by speaking it. Ah, Pastor, I don't think I've gotten it yet. Continue speaking. Continue speaking. Continue speaking. And specifically speaking by the Spirit. Am I making sense to somebody tonight? That's what Apostle Paul was teaching us here. Speak wisdom among those that are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, not the earthly wisdom, the sensual wisdom, the demonic wisdom. That's not the one we really need. That one will not give us enduring riches. Hallelujah. Not the wisdom of this age, nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Verse 7, we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Hallelujah. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Hallelujah. Luke 21. Just a few scriptures and then I'm going to close. I'm almost done. Luke 21. Jesus told us, settle it in your hearts. Settle it in your hearts. Not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. He was teaching the disciples that, look, after I've gone, you are going to go through a lot of persecution. They're going to throw you in prison. They're going to kill some of you. They're going to bring you before councils and panels. But listen, settle it in your hearts. Don't try to figure out the answer you're going to give them. What did he tell them? Look at verse 15. I will give you a mouth and a wisdom. Hallelujah. And if you really know what he's talking about here, what he was saying them was that my spirit is going to be inside of you. Glory be to God. And when you stand before their council, when you stand before whatever governor they bring you, when you stand before any mountain, the answer is inside of you. But you need to speak it. I will give you a mouth. And I will give you a wisdom. And that wisdom is referring to, I'm going to put my spirit inside of you. And what you need to do, just speak. Hallelujah. Now, you can apply this to your everyday life. Please hear me and hear me very well. Nobody may be taking you before any counsel to persecute you or to kill you like they were doing in the Old Testament. But the point is this. When you face challenges, New Testament believer, understand that God has given you two things, a mouth and a wisdom. The wisdom resides in you by spirit. You now need to speak. The most important lessons you can learn about wisdom is one, you need to get it. That you have it inside of you doesn't mean you have it too. That makes sense to you. The having it is how I can apply it. Like, like, like we shared last week, what Daniel did. Daniel knew he had access to wisdom. He's not under a covenant. He knew that the wisdom is with God. I have access to it, but I don't have it yet. When do I have it? I, when I have it is when I can go before Nebuchadnezzar and tell him, sir, this was your dream. And this is the interpretation to the dream. That is having the wisdom. And that is getting it. That's the place of getting it. He got it. Hallelujah. Do you get what I'm saying? But how did he get it? He went before God and he prayed with his friends. And that's what you and I must do. We must speak. Somebody say, I have a mouth and I have a wisdom from God. To get the wisdom, I can't hear you tonight. To get the wisdom, 
I must use my mouth. Hallelujah. I will give you a mouth. I will give you a wisdom. Luke 21 verse 15. Which all your adversaries, somebody underline all in that verse, all. Somebody say all. Financial is in that all. Health adversaries in that hall. Hallelujah. Family adversaries in that hall. Glory be to God. They've locked you up, they've put you in prison, it's in that hall. All of them. There is nothing, hallelujah, that we can face in this life that the wisdom of God from above. That's why he tells us seek it. There's nothing. All your adversaries will not be able to contradict or gainsay. One more and then we close tonight. Luke 6 verse 45. Hallelujah. Let me tap someone to your left and to your right and tell them get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get wisdom. Get, get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. We all need to get it. For, for your next levels, get wisdom. That's the first lesson you must value and understand. Number two, you must speak. Tap your neighbor again and tell you, speak wisdom. Speak wisdom. Speak wisdom. So the question we ask ourselves is, whatever challenges we are facing, whatever, have I gotten the wisdom? It's either a yes or a no. Okay, I've not gotten it yet. Then what do I need to do? When you, you, you see, you need to speak. Are you in Luke, Luke 6, 45? A good man. Somebody say, I'm a good man. <laughs> oh, I'm a good woman. Out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. And an evil man. Somebody say, I'm not an evil man. I'm a new creation. <laughs> but evil people we also bring out, out of the evil treasure of his heart, demonic wisdom, diabolic wisdom, earthly wisdom, it will bring forth evil. And this is how both of them operate, whether good or evil. Out of the abundance of his heart, the mouth speaks. It's out of there. So, inside my heart, my spirit man, because the Holy Ghost dwells there, there is a treasure of wisdom inside of me. The wisdom from above. Hallelujah. However, it's out of my mouth. The responsibility is on me to speak it. Glory, glory be to God. So you understand what God meant when he said, put up that Psalm 81 verse 10 for us again. Let's rise on our feet as we close tonight. I am the Lord your God that brought you out of Egypt. Is somebody hearing what God is telling us tonight? Open your mouth. Hallelujah. Open your mouth wide. Open your mouth and I'm going to feel it. And I'm telling you tonight, it's going to fill your mouth with divine wisdom. What do I mean by that? You will speak the wisdom and after a while of speaking it and speaking it, you will lay hold on it. Glory be to God. Are you getting me tonight? And you will be able to operate in it. Praise God. How many of you have ever had, spiritually speaking, and I'm sure there are many of us that have had that experience, you've had that eureka moment or a light bulb moment about spiritual things because you've trained yourself or you've practiced speaking in the spirit a lot. 
a time comes, you just, boom, ah, that's what I've been looking for. Oh, that's the answer. Or you get, you find yourself in a situation and you just want to, wow, bam, that's the thing I've been looking for. The results are there because you know you've been speaking. That's your job. Speak. Speak. So when he, tell, when he told us in Colossians 3, seek those things that are above. Does somebody understand how you seek the wisdom from above now? Talk to me, somebody. Do you understand how to seek it? How, how do you seek the wisdom from above? You speak it. Praise God. And you understand the mechanics of it. Why am I speaking it? Because it's inside my heart. Out of the treasure of wisdom in my heart. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Somebody say out of the treasure of wisdom inside my heart. As I speak, I get wisdom. Can you lift your hands to heaven? Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost if you can. Speak, speak, speak. Just for a few minutes before we close, speak. I get wisdom, number one. Speak wisdom, number two. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.